0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Faith don't come by what you heard. Faith comes by hearing. You know what I mean? You got to get this. You read it. You know, I listen to some. I mean, I've listened to tapes over and over and over. Ken Hagen, man, I listen. I listen to one tape from T.L. Osborne. I kept spinning it back and forth. I didn't understand what we were saying, Miss Linda. I kept listening. I must listen to that thing 100 times. I'd spin it up, speed it back. 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 I couldn't figure that thing out for the life of me. Figured it out, though, one day. I really did. You got to put work in this, amen? And it shall come to pass. You with me? Now, you gotta, I'm going to tell you something. You got to have faith for this is what I'm doing. I'm elevating your faith because faith is, everybody remember this, faith is in the promises and when you hear those promises, faith will come. So every time I read this, faith comes. Now what do we learn about faith? As fast as come, faith comes, as fast as faith goes, you can't be a rejecter of what you hear. Every time you reject what you hear, faith goes. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. What happens when you hear and don't believe? Faith goes. You can't stack it. Faith is not something you can put in your pocket and take with you. It's either now or it ain't faith. So every time you hear it, you got to engage and go, I receive it. Otherwise, faith is going in one ear and out the other. The only way faith grows is the use of faith. Faith doesn't grow by hearing. Faith goes by using. Does it make sense? Then you see the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God is found in you activating the word of God that you know. You don't really, do, let me tell you this, you don't do what you say a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? You say one thing, but you do something else. Faith is released in the doing and in the saying in a sense like this. You, a lot of people just talking, but they don't really believe what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? But when you start doing what you're saying, now you're starting to believe something, whether it be releasing faith. So when you hear this, you got to know God's talking about you. You all say, all right, now I don't know how God will use, God will do it. because See, the blessing is like it'll produce whatever it said God said it can do. It's not up, the earth knows what to do with it. You just got to have faith for it. Faith in the blessing makes the blessing produce what it said it can do. Without faith in the blessing, the blessing doesn't have the power because you didn't put beliefs in it. It's powerful, but it's not going to be powerful for you because whatever you don't have faith for, you cannot receive. So you got to put faith in the blessing. Okay, watch this. And it shall come to pass, if thou hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, thy God, to observe all and do all his commandments, which I commanded is to say, that the Lord thy God, or basically what? The Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Now he's talking to you. How in the world is God going to set me over the nations of the earth? How in the world do I know? That ain't my business. But he said he'll do it, and if he said he'll do it, he'll do it. And when you put faith in what he'll do, guess what he can do? He can start doing it. You see what I'm saying? Now you can't disqualify yourself. I know right away. Well, you know, I don't want to know. What, I don't know. I don't want to know where you were. I don't want to know what you know. It don't make a difference. The blessing's going to get you there. You see what I'm saying? Joseph, the blessing got him there. Joseph had a dream, woke up one day, said I had a dream. Nobody believed. It. His own daddy didn't believe it. You understand? Seeing it? So watch this, watch verse two. Keep going. I know you heard it, but you better start receiving it. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Wait a minute, what do you mean these blessings are going to come on me and overtake me? If you hearken diligently, Lord, they're going to come on you and overtake you. How many of you need to be overtaken with some blessings? It'll come on you and overtake you. You ever been overtaken? That means you've been, boom. You ever like, go? you know, like, you, know what I, you know what I think of when I think of that? You ever go swimming in the ocean, it's a little rough? And you get in there, you, know, you think you're all big and bad, and you get in there, and That big old wave comes, you stand there, boom, you get overtaken, that thing knocks you on your rear end. Y'all know what I'm saying? That's overtaken. That thing overtook me, man. I was sitting out there, just minding my own business, stood up, boom, that wave knocked you over. I've been overtaken. When the blessing comes on you like a tsunami. You understand that? That's the best. Well, why not? What you mean? God, did, did the Bible say that? You, you got to put faith in the Word. He's going to do it for you. Now, all you need is faith. How in the world is this going to happen? How in the world do I know? Just stay in faith. Watch the blessing overtake you. It's got to. See, here's the thing Numbers 23 and 19, God don't lie. Numbers 23 and 19, you all know, know what it says. You should get this thing memorized in your spirit. God is not a man that he should lie. Nor the son of man, he needs to repent. Has he not said something? Won't he do it? Come on, guys. You know this stuff. You understand know what I'm saying? Don't be worried about God. You ain't fighting God. You know what I'm saying? Say, God, I believe you. Don't worry about how. Look at verse 3. Keep going. We're going to go. You all right? You smiling? Smile. Yay. Come on. Blessed are you going to be in the city and blessed are you be in the field. See that? Blessed everywhere you go. What if I go to a wasteland? Why do you think God sends you to a wasteland? Turn the whole thing around. Why do you think God gave us that building down there? Brother Norval gave gave us that building? That miracle center. You wanna know why he gave us that? Wanna know why nobody else got it to work? Dried up, died out, faded, quit, got buried. You gotta have the blessing on you. Turn the whole thing around. Can't. Gotta work. Can't not, oh, you think you're all that? Nah, I knew what I was doing. I said, stay, stay, stay in the blessing. We got, we're going to carry it. The blessing, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. You understand know what I'm saying there? You hear? Man, you guys are going someplace. I'm telling you, Keith, you just stay in that thing. You hang on. They'll promote you. They don't even know why. They'll pay you. They don't even know why. They'll do stuff. They won't even know why. Just stay there. Just stay. I got faith in the blessing. I'm not like some repeater, like, oh, my God, is he going to preach anything else? No, you got to start speaking it and receiving it and believing it. You're going to hear it every way and right way. I'm going to tell you what, because by the time I'm done, don't get mad at me. You're going to hush your mouth. That's the biggest problem. You, you You got your mouth going one way and the blessing going another way, and God's confused. I don't know what I can give you. I'm so broke. That ain't the blessing. Hush your mouth. I'm so sick. Better hush your mouth. These kids, man, I'll tell you right now, you better call them what they are, not what you see. You know what I'm saying? You call them what they are. And I'm going to tell you why. That's why some of you get angry and you get tired and you get frustrated. And the next thing comes out your mouth is garbage. I told the house. I had a house meeting. I think I had it the other day. I told them all, y'all. They, the little one started crying. She thought I said, "Y'all, whoever causes strife is going in the garage." Did you hear what I just said? I said, "I don't care the mother, the other one." I said, "I'm gonna rule her up in this joint." I said, "You cause strife, me included. I'm gonna put myself in timeout." I said, "You cause strife in these four walls. You're going in the garage." G started crying. She thought, Daddy, I don't want to go in the garage." Then they hush your mouth. I, she'll get grace more than anybody. You all know what I'm talking about. Come on, right? You know what I'm saying? But I was like, don't you cause no strife. Because you all want to get in strife because you get angry. And then the Bible said, you want to see it? All right, watch. See, now you're going to pull this out of me, and then you wonder why i tell you this stuff. You better all start living the Bible. Now you like me, so I always pass the list come back. She's cute, she's nice, and you're all rough, and you yell at us. Dee, dee. You tell me this, and I thought you were going to be sweet, and I like her better. Good. I'm glad you like her. I like her too sometimes when she don't cause strife. Amen. She don't cause no strife. You guys all said she did good. I said I taught her everything she knows. I've been telling her that for years. Because you know what it is? I don't, want her getting, I don't want her getting too big of a head now. You don't think she's, she got this. But I don't, she's a good girl. Listen, I don't want you causing no strife. Do you understand what I mean when I said that? Because here's the problem with strife. Once you open the door to it, now you got a problem with it. And it'll, it'll mess up your blessing. Do you understand that? Because this is what I need you to see. And I want you to get this, and I, I'm going to find this, but I'm, I'm kind of landing here. I want you to understand by the words of your mouth, you enforce this thing, or by the words of your mouth, you destroy it. Did you get that? Do you get what I just said? By the words of your mouth, you enforce this thing. And by the words of your mouth, you destroy it. The Bible says this, that when you let strife come in, it'll come in at its will. Do you understand what I mean by that? Look at this. Look at 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Chapter 2, 14. You with me? You got this? Look at this. You all right? Of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord. Did you get what I said? Did you feel anointing coming here? You can't have one mouth one way in one day and have another mouth another day another way. And you got to start believing the word to the point where you're going to change. This is, lo- I'm loving you, you know what I'm saying? Saying what the word says. Let me tell you where the pressure's going to come. The pressure's going to tongue- come on your tongue, you understand me? It's going to come on your tongue to say something different. Don't you say nothing different. Everybody gets angry. Get angry and sin not. You can get angry. Just don't say nothing. Don't say nothing different than the word of God. You want to see this? Now you got to read this with me because the devil, he comes in when he wants to steal all your stuff. That's what I was telling the kids. I tell them, I say, you can't, you be a blessing blocker. You understand that? You ever get around negative people? You know what I'm saying? Come on, guys, smile at me. You know what I mean? Get around negative people. You know, they, what did I try to do? Pull you in. You ever get around strife-filled people? What did I try to do? Pull you in. Come on, get in here. Get in here. And you don't know how, how important it is. Now you're in strife and you don't even know what you gave up. Watch this. When I'm done with this, you're going to be like, I ain't getting in no arguments. I, I, you want to be right? Be right. I could care less. I, ain't, I don't care. I'm not getting in that nonsense. I'm not engaging in it. It costs me too much. See, I don't need to be right. I need to be blessed. And when you want me to stay blessed, and that's why they're going to try to drag you in it. You understand me? Talk about stupidness and try to pull you in with stupidness. See, I ain't got no time for stupidness. Of these things... Put them in remembrance, charge them, or charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about what? Not about words to no profit, but they subject themselves to the hearer, right? Subverting themselves to the hearer. What is he saying? He said, don't get in no argument about stupid words that don't profit nothing. You fighting over peanut butter and nonsense. How'd we get in this argument? Who put the dick you talk you, you know how many arguments you get in over stupid stuff? Well you didn't put the toast in the toaster. Be quiet about the toast in the toaster. You know it. Don't you know i look at y'all look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you 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 half mad about something, you don't even know why you half mad. Okay? Watch, keep going, verse 15. Watch this. We're gonna read a little bit over here. Study that, show thyself approved unto God, and workmen need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Ain't that good? He said, that's where you get these scriptures from. Oh, well, praise the Lord, I'm supposed to shut it. But look at verse 16. We're gonna read for a while now, and no, I don't go nowhere. What? But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto the more ungodliness. How many of you know some profane, vain babbling? You know what I'm saying? Talking about nothing. Want to talk about nothing? And what happens? That increases in the more ungodliness. I ain't entering this nonsense. That's foolish talking stuff. You know what I mean? They try to drag you into nonsense. You know what I mean? Watch six seventeen. Watch this. It's going to get even better. Keep going. And, and and their word. What what? And their word will eat as the, the canker. It's like a canker worm eating up. What's it going to eat up? Your harvest. You see it? It eats up your heart. What did the cankerworm do? He ate up the harvest. Joel prophesied about him, right? He said, he said What? He said, it'll eat, up, it'll eat up your harvest. And look at Helenus and Philidus or whatever his name is. What did they do? They got messed up. They got, they got messed up in their faith. Go to 18, though. You got to see this. Who, concerning the truth, have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrown the faith of some? They got on the false doctrine. They got into the false doctrine. Believing or not believing in the resurrection of Christ. He was saying, saying, you start getting off into those vain stupidness. Next thing you know, you're down a trail of unbelief. But watch this. It gets worse. Watch verse 19. You see what I'm saying today? You'll never go to strife another day of your life. You won't do it. Because remember Abraham and Lot? The blessing was on them so good. What happened with Abraham? The minute he seen strife, he said, I'm out. We can't get along, man. We'll talk about it, okay? Don't you remember what happened? Abraham and Lot, Abraham was so blessed, right? He took Lot with him. And what happened? All of a sudden, the herdsmen started getting into arguments. Why'd well, they get into arguments? They, they were overtaking the land. the land. They were so blessed and prospering, it was overflowing. Now the herdsmen are fighting. You know what he said? Abraham said, look, man, we are not going to get in this strife. Tell me where you want to go. Wherever you go, you go, and I'll go the other way. He said, you pick the land. Ain't that good news? What's that mean? It don't make a difference where I go. The blessing's going. Lot picked Sodom and Gomorrah. You tell that joker didn't know what he was doing. He said, I'll go over there. He said, you take it. He said, I'll go the other way. And the blessing went with him. But here's the most important part. What did God tell Abraham when Abraham left Lot? He said, look up now and show you the land I'm going to show you. What do you mean the land I'm going to show you? What was he seeing before? He wasn't seeing as good as he was seeing until he got away from the strife. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You think that strife. Right. You get cloudy. You ever get in strife? You get cloudy in your decision making. You better believe it. One time I got so mad, I was, I, I was driving around, I got so mad. Well, it was kind of like this. I was right. I was right. My mom will tell you I was right, and it's the God's honest truth. She knows what I'm talking about. I was right, and all these people were crazy. And I was not church stuff, and I said, these people are crazy. They were crazy. And I said, now you want me to go do all this? I said, you people are nuts. And then all of a sudden I get this phone call, everything blew up and went wacko. Like I said it was going to go wacko. And I was like, and I was kind of happy it went wacko. That's where I got in trouble. I, I was kind of rejoicing with their demise. You ain't never been there? Y'all lie in church. Y'all going to go to hell. At least I repent in here and I'll tell the truth. You've never rejoiced with somebody else's demise when they're like talking about you mean? You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, he's crazy. They're talking, Oh, I'm crazy. I'm all this. I'm all that. I'm all God this, God that. They, 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 were, all, they were all talking about it. I said, I ain't doing nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. I tell, they'll testify I didn't do nothing wrong. And they were all calling me out, trying to say I was a jerk, doing all this stuff. I was like, I can't believe these people. They're nuts. When then all of a sudden, judgment hit. And I, it was what I said. They called up. They said, oh, my God, what are you going to do? Pray. Now you want. Oh, Now. I was in a car. I never forget this as long as I live. I was in the car. I said, oh, now you want the man of God to pray. I was a lunatic six months ago. But now you need the man of God to pray for you. I was a loony bird. I was crazy. I was off the deep end. I was shot out. I was whacked out. Now you need the man of God. Because you calling me, I didn't call you. Judgment hit. Can you get us out of judgment? No, I can't get you out of judgment. And this is why I screwed up. I rejoiced with it. I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm, I didn't know where I was going. I'm going to tell you it's guy's on street. I was driving a car, man. I missed my exits. I was cloudy, bro. I was so cloudy in like almost the, the ungodly moment, I couldn't see where I was going. And I literally woke up like passing stuff and going, dude, I am nowhere near where I'm supposed to be going. I was cloudy, man. I was so cloudy. And the Lord said, you better get out of that right now. And I repented right there in the car. I repented right there. God, I'm sorry. I'm not going to rejoice with injustice. I ain't rejoicing with this injustice. No way, bro. And it was like, I'm telling you right here. It was like, boom, I woke up. I'm serious. I I got navigating again. I said, no, no, I ain't rejoicing with that. That's evil. I ain't going to rejoice with it. And I knew what it was. But, you know, it was, it was strife. And I got in it because they were in it, and I got in there strife. And just connecting my little bit of life to that junk got me jacked up. And I repented, and I came out, and I found where I was going. You don't think it's got a power? Go get around it. See what it'll do to you. Go get around it. See how it makes you think. Go get around it. You'll start. You'll start. And then, you start then you know what happens? It'll start getting you. you get angry. You'll get messed up. And you don't even realize you're in this vortex of nonsense. I'm preaching way better than you. Amen. I mean, I'm telling you the truth. Watch the word of God. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth, having the shield. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone that nameeth the Lord of Christ depart from iniquity. Now, watch this. Just keep going. Okay? But in the great house, there's great vessels, honor, something dishonor. Great, go. Right? If any man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified me for the master's use, prepared in good work. Great. Now he starts talk about strife. Keep going, keep going. Flee lust, follow righteousness, faith, love, peace. Them that call the Lord out of a pure heart. Keep going. Here we go. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strife. Stay away from nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Stay away from nonsense and stay away from the people creating nonsense. You could be polite. You could be kind. You don't have to be rude, but you don't have to engage. I'm not engaging in this. Watch this. This is going to get you. You with me? Now we're talking about strife, right? The servant of the Lord must not strive. Here we go. Watch this. Boom. And the servant of the Lord must not strive. Who's the servant of the Lord? You are. What's he saying? Don't get in no strife. See it? Be gentle, all men, apt to teach, and patient. The servant of the Lord must not what? Get in strife. Look at your neighbor and say, don't get in strife. Don't get in strife. You know what strife is? You know exactly what strife is. Arguing and quarreling and getting in all this and getting animosity and fighting and husbands and wives. You know what I'm talking about? You get in this junk and you don't even know. And then, now that's the problem now. You got to get a strife-free house. Ain't no strife in this house. Do like I said, put somebody in the garage. First person who goes in the garage, that house will mellow out. You know who goes in the garage at my house? Strife? Me, maybe one day. I'll, I'll put myself in there. All the, all the Patriot fans go in the garage. They go in there, I'm telling you. Hey, praise the Lord, I like you even more, bro. I liked you, but now I really, really like you. We're like paisans now, you know? We're deep. All right. And the servant of the Lord, one time Pastor Liz said something. I said, you're going in the garage right now. I'm telling you right now. Don't even mention that. Okay, we'll talk. That was, an, that was another day. People are going to think I'm mean. I'm really not mean. I'm a nice guy. And the servant of the Lord, asked my mom, she'll tell you. And the servant of the Lord must not strive. See what he said? You're going to have radar. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to engage in that because you don't know what it's doing when you enter in it. I don't need to. I don't Watch this. But what? Be gentle, apt to teach, and patient. Now watch this. Keep going. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, a perventure, God will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. I know you're with me. Watch this. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Who is in the snare of the devil? The people that get in strife who are taken captive by him at his will. So let me tell you why strife shows up in your house. You're getting close to something, and that joker tries to slither in there and get you in strife and snatch your blessings up. He comes in there what? At his will. He knows how to get in your stuff. And they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. The snare of the devil strife. Strife blocks the blessing. This joker sees your blessing coming. Guess what he wants you to do? Go, That thing, you could see it coming a mile away. Somebody getting ready to pop off at the mouth and get strife in this house and get everything jacked up. And that little canker worm going to come and eat up the blessings of God. You read it? They may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. How did the snare of the devil show up? In strife. I ain't no, getting no strife. I ain't getting no strife. Man, the closer you get to your blessing, the closer you're going to get to strife. You're going to try to get in there. Woo. You're going to sit there. Now you're going to be like, hush your mouth. Don't say nothing. We're so close. Woo. You're going to start dancing. You're going to be just getting ready to get mad. You're like, hey, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hey. You're going to go to work. They're gonna be, you're going to be in there doing your job. He doing his job the other day. The guy that he came come to, he came It was funny. I seen Brian the other day at work. He's at work doing his job, and the guy whose job he's doing better got mad. Didn't he not? He started manifesting in the parking lot at work. He did. I seen him. He's like, he's yelling, screaming, Pastor Chris. I said, just don't get in it, man. The blessing's on you, man. The blessing make them devils manifest. Oh, they will. Yeah, you will. You show up in the office. They're like, all of a sudden, you selling stuff. They ain't sold stuff in six months. You selling, man. Woo, the blessing. Man, the devils will show up. And people, they're like, why do you get the, how do you get, man, just say, praise the Lord. God bless you and let him go. He had the guy manifesting that word. He said, did you hear him screaming in the park? I said, no, I didn't hear him screaming in the park. He got mad because he's going he to get all the work. He got the blessing on him. They gave him a promotion probably. They promoted him to more hours. God manifesting, yelling and screaming. I said, don't get into it. They're going to try to come and pull you in it, who you think you are. God bless you, brother. I'm the blessed. <laughs> you ain't pulling me in. Call you up, try to get you to argue. Many they show up at work, they want to get you to argue. Say, sorry, bro, I can't argue with you. I ain't arguing nobody. Why? I Pop that up there. Let them see that, Rebecca. Please. Look at this. And comes at his will, who are taken captive by him at his will. Man, I ain't getting into that mess. Strife-free life, we're walking in the blessing. No drama. Say the drama for your mama, right? No drama. Right. Go to work. Go to work. Somebody just waiting for you at work. Ah, yeah, yeah, let me tell you, you cannot control crazy people. You know what I'm saying? Crazy people are going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? They just, they just, blah, I'm in Wall Publix and they're banging me with the car. There's some nitwit somewhere waiting for you. I went to go get coffee one time. This dude manifesting in the line want to fight me. I'm like, dude, are you really serious? You know what I'm saying? Got out the car all bowed up. I'm like, man, bro, if I get out the car, I'm going to hurt somebody. I'm like, let me just stay in the car. I'm being serious. Where do these people come from? Strife. Now, just roll down the window and be like, God bless you. Bye. Er, Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, you better get excited. When you see Strife coming, Woo! start doing a dance. Hey, hey, I'm in the breakthrough. Hey, they show up at work, start cussing you out, acting all weird, like, oh, who you think you are. Wow, do a little spin. Woo, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Well, something's gotta why, something got to happen? Why are you trying to pull me in this? He was trying to get in there and eat up my blessings. You know what got me mad? This got me mad. How much stuff did I forfeit because this joker came in in his will and got me stuck in a snare? It's a trap. A snare is a trap. He's been setting traps for you. You know what I'm saying? You ever watch? I watch it. I don't know. I watch the stupidest TV stuff every once in a while. Maybe this fast is doing it to me. You know what I mean? But I watched one day guy's catching coyotes. And don't give me all this. Don't be like one of these people. I don't know what I was watching. You know, I didn't even know what it was. I don't even know where this channel is. It's like the Feed and Grain Network or somewhere. <laughs> I'm just serious. And this joker put this trap out for this coyote, you know? And, man, this joker did it. And he put it in the snow. And he sprayed some stuff on a tree. And he... Man, you wouldn't know it was there. I'm telling you right now, if you were walking in the woods and you seen this thing, I know they say they're like dog friendly or something. You could get snapped in your foot. You know what's funny about a snare? That devil ain't just leaving it out there in the middle of nowhere. This guy took more time setting that thing up so you couldn't see it because it's a snare. You think the devil's running down the street going, I'm trying to set you up. No, he got little snares waiting for you when you come home from work. He got little snares waiting for you on the weekend right before church. He got little snares. Come on, he got little snares waiting for you. The neighbor shows up one day with some crazy, come on, somebody, little snares. He's working on all those things. Jesus said, what? He said, he said I'll get you out of every snare of the devil, but you can't just go willfully walking around not knowing. He said, don't be ignorant of the devices of the devil. You're going to go home and say, strife-free house. We, we can talk about this later. It ain't worth losing the blessing. I ain't giving up this blessing. You know what I mean by that? Now you in strife. Man, I don't know what I got ripped off. It's like you fighting and he's stealing stuff. No, I ain't getting no strife. You know what I'm saying? Just lock it down. Did you get that? He comes in at his will, steals what he wants. I don't think that's happening. It's happening. He got you. So what are you going to do now? We expose him. Come home, you're like, I want to yell about it. say, Hey, yo, whoa, time out. Don't be yelling about that. We ain't talking about that. We ain't talking about that right now. We ain't getting into no strife. We come back later. See what I'm saying? How many days would you come back later, you'd be calm? Don't y'all act like you all these little, like, you know, Episcopalian people. Like, oh, praise God. I'm Episcopalian. God bless the Episcopalian. I'm Catholic, so get over it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good Catholic. Praise the Lord. I'm a happy-go-lucky Methodist. Where you been? That's me, man, right here. Come on. I'm all cool. I'm a happy guy. You know what I'm saying? All you back row sweet little ladies, I know you guys don't get angry. You probably get as angry as all days long. Anybody could get angry. Are you with me? You know what I'm saying? But don't get in no strife. I could be angry, but I don't have to get in strife. You see it? I know. Oh, here he is. He's redundant again. Well, then stop living in it. Stop living it. Stop having to have. I gotta have my. I gotta have my opinion. I don't need an opinion. I just want the blessing. I told somebody the other day. I said, "You know what? I don't even care if I got an opinion. I don't want no opinion. I just want the word." What's the word say? I don't want to be right. I want the word. See, when you start understanding how much this blessing—here's my thing. You want to know what ticked me off? Where's this blessing in my life? I started this. You do quick inventory. Put me above the nations of the earth and overtake me. I said, Where's me over the earth? And where's me? Where's these blessings? God said, You better start fixing your mouth, son. You talk yourself out of it. Don't you talk yourself. He said, if you hearken diligently to what I'm saying, it's your mouth. Keep your mouth on it. See what I'm saying? Because he said, Well, he said, Death and life is in the power of the tongue, they'll love it to eat the fruit thereof. Okay? You with me? You're gonna be satisfied with the good of your mouth. Look at this one. You wanna see this? Proverbs twelve thirteen. Watch this. Proverbs 1213 I'm going to give you a couple more. You all right? We've got like 12 minutes. You all right with me? Proverbs twelve thirteen. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. You see that? You get snared with your mouth. Your mouth is getting you snared. Don't go in that thing. See that? To keep your mouth right. Did you get that? The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. You speak your way out of trouble. Trouble tries to come up, you speak to it. You know what I'm saying? Because you got the word of God. That's how you become the voice. You become, when you say what God said, you become the voice of God in the earth. That devil don't know no different. When you say what God said, you become the voice of God in the earth. That's why he said you were king of kings. He's the king, but you a king in the earth, enforcing his dominion in the earth through words. So when you say what God said, you become God's voice in the earth. He's your voice in heaven, his voice in the earth. You get that? That's how you get this thing to click in gear. You want to see some more scriptures? Write them down. You guys doing good? Proverbs 12, 14. You all right? Proverbs 12, 14. A man shall be satisfied with the good... With good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand shall be what? Rendered unto him. Look at the next verse. Watch this. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearken unto counsel is wise. You know what I'm saying that? So you just stay in the word. Stay in the word. He said you're gonna be satisfied with the fruit of your mouth. Proverbs says what? Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You're gonna eat the, the, you wanna see something? You want to see something? We're going to go to 12. Watch this. You want to see Matthew chapter... Wait, well, let's finish this. You wait till you see Matthew... When you see Matthew chapter 12, y'all know what Matthew 12 said. You either make the tree good or it's fruit good or make the tree evil or corrupt. Y'all know this one. you to see it? I like it. Want to see another one? Go to Proverbs 12, 18. There is... There is there is that speaketh like piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. There is there is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword. Words are like a sword, man. You understand know what, what that means? Proverbs 4 and 12, the word of God is like a two-edged sword. Cuts in, cuts coming in, cuts coming out. Sharper into a sword. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper. Your words are piercing. You know what? Somebody said something this. Some want to know what the the best word is, an unkind word unsaid. The best word is an unkind word unsaid. The best word is an unkind word unsaid. Don't say it. They're like piercings. They're evil. But the tongue of the wise is health. Ooh, did life in your tongue. The authority of the tongue. And I got news for you. Ain't nothing working right. It ain't God's fault. You better believe it. I want to prove it to you. So I say, well, you know, no, 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 no. It's what you're saying. Go to Matthew 12. Go to Matthew chapter 12. Go to Matthew 12. We'll start with like 33. Y'all right? You doing okay? Everybody all right? So I say, well, how are we get it in words? We're talking about the blessing. 12:33. Well, how you mean? The, why are we talk? How are we talking about the blessing? And you're talking about words. Well, how do you think you're going to empower this blessing? By the words of your mouth. Remember Genesis chapter 1? He gave man dominion, told him to go do it. Then he made in Genesis 2. He said, what? He said, I'll make you speak in spirit. You got to have words to enforce all this thing. So now when you say it and line your mouth up to it, God can what? Activate it. Your mouth. Your mouth is the most important. Jesus said in James 1, he said, it's wicked like hellfire. You know, James is Jesus' half-brother. You know, Jesus must have looked crazy to everybody. If anybody knew something about words, it had to be James because he was Jesus' half-brother. He had to hear Jesus talking all the time. He didn't make no sense. Mama come and seen him in the temple one day and say, what do you got to do with me? I about my father's business. She's thinking, who in the world is this kid talking about? Talks like he's from another planet. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine this? You don't think James understood? You got to put yourself in the story, guys. He's Jesus' half-brother. You don't think he was walking around? He said, let me tell you something. I found out one thing about this guy. What? He knew something about words. He talked about the tongue. He said, "Man, your words will put your life on track." Now, get this. This is important, and this is why. Let me tell you somewhere right here now. Whatever you say, you'll see. You're gonna see what you say. You understand that? And you don't quit. You just stay in what you say. Say, "Oh, this ain't easy. It ain't easy. If this is easy, everybody be doing it. But if you do it, it'll work." Say, "Why didn't it work? Because people quit on it." Yeah, all people don't make excuses for other people's circumstances. Don't change your theological understanding of the Word of God because of people's circumstances. The theology of God's Word never changes. I got wins and I got losses. I'll be straight with you. I, tell, I say I pray. Sometimes they make it. Sometimes they die. See, Pastor Chris, you go. you to straight. I'm straight, bro. I'll tell you. I'm, I got a better success rate with the living than I do the dead. <laughs> I just say you're in good hands. But ain't nobody batting a hundred. You know what I'm saying? So why? I don't know. Sometimes you try to get it over. Brother Hagan said it. I sat there watching Hagen. Ken and watched Brother Hagin. Kenneth Hagan sat there. I sat there in Raymond, watched Brother Hagan. He said, I prayed for a lady one time, she levitated out of a wheelchair. Remember that story? He told that story. He said, We went over there. We prayed. He said, I got tired of it. He said, I went over there and I prayed for her. He said, I got so tired of this. He said, I fasted for a little bit. We prayed, went over there, I brought the head intercessors. We got around her. And he said, he pointed at her and said, In the name of Jesus Christ, you're healed. He said, she levitated out of the seat. It's a good documented truth. He ain't going to lie. He said she was coming up out of the seat. She levitated, and she reached down into the chair, pulled herself down, and said, I'm never going to be healed, and yanked herself back in that chair. Yeah, you, you'd be surprised. Sometimes people don't want it. They like a check better than they like healing. Yeah, I'm telling you right here. Some people like that. Don't, you don't know everybody's heart. The word of God is true is what I'm trying to tell you. I ain't picking on nobody. I ain't trying to make nobody feel bad. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? But you can't go say, well, you know, Sister Mary. We don't know what Sister Mary got in her heart. You understand that? The Word of God is the only true thing there is. You understand that? So you don't let circumstances, and don't worry about it. Pray for them when they die. Big deal. Oral Robert said if they died in the line, I'd keep praying for them. You got to have that kind of tenacity. That if it did, I'll fix it. You good? You guys smiling? That doesn't look like you're happy. Am I too rough? I'm trying to get you to get it. You getting it? So you just keep saying it and say the right stuff. But I got feelings. Shut your feelings up. You know what I'm saying, that? That ain't me. Shut your feelings up. Your feelings will fade. If I change your focus, I'll change your feeling. But I gotta talk to somebody. And let me tell you who you talk. Let me tell you what you do. Don't talk to your friends neither. If you gotta talk, you gotta get stuff off your, your heart, your chest, you do that in the prayer closet. You go in there, and you tell God all your problems. I don't even like that one, where you tell your friends. Half your friends are gossip queens. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about telling your friends. Tell your God. And then after that, if you need someone to pray with, I'll pick somebody for you to pray with. Pray with everybody in that back row back there. They ain't going to talk about it. They'll just get results. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You get with these people, man, they're like, oh, next thing you know, it becomes a big mess. Either make the tree good or it's fruit good or either make the tree corrupt or it's fruit corrupt because the tree is known by it's fruit. Everybody look at, you, look, 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 look at your neighbor and say, you're a, you a fruit tree. <laughs> you really are. I ain't fruity, but I got a fruit tree. <laughs> you're a fruit tree. You're bearing fruit. Some of you got some sour fruit. <laughs> you, never, stay on a, you ever eat a bad orange? Some of you a bad orange. You just better stay on that tree a little longer. Come on, read this. We got to go home. Look, Chris, pay attention. Well, your, your hair is nice. You got gel in that thing? Yeah. Look, all right, that's natural? Man, you're yeah, all right, man. Either make the tree good or its fruit good. Or make the tree grow up or its fruit grow up. You know them by your fruit. You know what I'm saying? That? Watch this next one. I'm going to read all the way to the end. Old generation of vipers. God is so, Jesus is rough, man. Can you imagine you show up at the meeting, old generation of vipers. <laughs> you think I'm rough. Jesus was brutal. Can you imagine having a meeting, show up, hey, how you here, you generation of vipers? <laughs> I just right, Praise God, everybody got your tithe, bring your tithe, you generation of viper. <laughs> He's brutal, man. <laughs> Jesus got on everybody, you know, like, you stay and you leave and leave, I don't care, I'm going on, you know, Jesus, man, he just, man Jesus, right? he called a lady a dog, ooh, you dog. Yeah, everybody got, Jesus is so cute in the manger, Jesus is rough, bro. Jesus be smacking people. Peter, shut up. (laughs) He told Peter, you devil. He said, Peter, can you imagine walking with somebody and he turned his back on you and say, you are the devil, get behind me? Man, I've been bad, but I ain't been to Peter bad. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine talking to Jesus like, hey, how you doing, Jesus? me. Get behind me, Satan. (laughs) That's a bad day. Judas, who's going to betray you? The dude sticking his hand in a guacamole right now. That's the joker right there. (laughs) He called him out, man. (laughs) He got him at the last supper. He said, him. Woo, called him out. Judas turned red. You know Judas turned red. He was freaking out like, oh, God, is it me? All them jokers asked, who is it? Because they didn't know. It could have been any one of them. They didn't know. You know what I'm saying? You got to bring this modern day. Oh, generations of vipers, look at this. How can you being evil speak good things? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Why does that junk come out your mouth? Because it got in your heart. How did it get in your heart? By what you're thinking and what you're hearing and what you're speaking. Eye and ear lets it in. Okay? And everybody gets angry. Okay? So got in there because you got it and you let it in. That's why you got a filter. You can't receive everything you think. Because half the time the stuff you think ain't true. Well, I'm just a loser. Shut your mouth. You ain't no loser. You're a winner. I told you you're a loser. Well, I'm weird. You ain't weird. You're supernaturally spectacular. You got to start, start talking to yourself, man. Talk to yourself. You know, I watch this video about athletes. You ever watch athletes before something? They talk to themselves. Going to have a good game today. I'm going to play right. You ever do that? They talk to themselves all the while. One, one guy said, I talked to myself the whole game long. Tell myself what I'm going to do. You got to speak to yourself. So I'm telling you, I'm going to have a great day today. Get up, and start speaking. To you. I'm going to have a great day today. I'm going to have the best day of sales. I'm going to sell more stuff than anybody sold. I'm going to do it. I'm going to Have a great day today. Favors going. You fine? I'm telling you, speak to yourself. All right, watch. Oh, you could play wherever you are. I don't know where you went, but oh, Generation Survivors, how can you speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, the mouth, the mouth. Where that? Where word, words? How does your words get to your heart? You speak them out your mouth. So how do you want to find? Now listen to me. Now here's the tell-all. People will tell you where they're at by the words of their mouth. You understand that? But I can change the words of your heart. I can tell you, I can change you, okay? Watch well, 35. I'm getting you somewhere. Okay, go. Good man out of a tree, good treasure brings forth what? Good things. Evil man out of an evil treasure brings forth what? Evil things. 36. But I say to you, every idle word that you speak, you're going to give account of in the day of judgment. Now, this ain't meaning you going to heaven or hell. You're going to heaven, church people. But you're going to get judged by the words of your mouth. And I'm going to tell you right here now, I think we get judged in the earth for the words of our mouth more than we do when we go to heaven. Because watch 37. Go, you get this right here? And if you could put that in the Amplified, that would be great if you can do it. Just if you could. I don't know how hard that is. By the words of your mouth, thou shalt be justified, and by the words of your mouth, thou shalt be condemned. Now, get this, read this. For by your words, reflecting your spirit condition, you will be justified and acquitted of the guilt of sin. And by your words, rejecting me, you will be condemned and sentenced. Now, who's, watch this. By, by, this ain't got nothing to do with God, it's got everything to do with your mouth. Justified means just as if I never sinned. Condemned means what? I'm doomed in sentence of guilt. So what you say determines whether you're going over or under. It ain't got nothing to do with God. It ain't got nothing to do with God. Your life is a byproduct of your mouth right now. And I tell you what, we all got to repent. And repent and just say from this moment forward, I ain't saying nothing different than the word of God. That's it. They're going to try to force you to say something different, but you yeah, ain't going to say it. Does this make sense? But did God say, did God say, I justify you? No, he said, by your words. Did God say, I condemn you? He said, no, your words. Are you here? Your words put you over or put you under. By my words, I'm just as if I never sinned. And by my words, I'm condemned. I'm what? And by your words, rejecting me, you will be condemned and sentenced. you trapped. You're trapped by your words. So you say, lack, guess what God says? Okay, if that's what you want, death and life is in the power of the tongue. When he gave you, let me tell you something here. When Adam fell... Man fell. Adam, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. You want to know what's nuts? Adam stepped out of Adam the minute he sinned and became a man. A sinful man. That's why the second Adam came and put us back in peace with God. The form of man. You, the second Adam. You in Jesus. You got the word of God. When you put, I wrote something down. Stand up on your feet. You got to read this. And if you want to write these notes, you can. But I'll give it to you again. We got to go. You ready? All right? Did you get some of this? Look at this. I wrote this down, man, I want you to catch this, okay? I got this one thing I want to read to you, and then you're going to get this. Woo, you ready for this? So, okay, watch this, watch this, watch this. What is that thing? Okay, ready? Jesus' words are the words of the kingdom. He is the king of kings. We've been made kings and priests unto God our Father. When we say what he has already said, we have the same authority on the earth as he has in heaven. You understand what I'm saying? He already said it. And then when you come and say it in the earth, you give the yes and amen to it, the devil on earth has got to listen to it. God has, got, God has already put it in motion that it has to be obeyed. So when you say what God says, it's enforcing everything that God said. So you go in there and say what well, God said, the earth's got to bow its knee to it. The earth knows. See, because even though the earth's got the curse, when the blessing shows up, it overrides the curse. And the devil goes, I got to bow my knee because the God man's here. The God woman's here. That word makes him bow his knee. You see that? So here's the problem. What are you saying? What are you speaking? Don't, you don't speak no more lack. Are, are you with me? So what do we learn? No strife. Go home, put a plaque on the wall. Say, you call Strife, you're going in the garage, Pastor Chris said. I'm going to put my, watch this, you ready for this? I'm going to put myself in the garage. I'm like, time out, bro, I'm out, I'm going in the garage. Why? Because I don't want to say nothing, man. I don't want this joker coming in and taking my stuff. I don't need no canker nest, no devil coming in. And, you know, the devil don't come in there like a, like a spirit. Don't you know, get all weird. Some people are like, oh, the devil. No, what he does is he blocks your blessings from coming that God's working. And next thing you know, you short-circuit short in the power of God because you want to just have a flesh fit. got to have no flesh fit. I ain't saying nothing. What you got to say about a preacher? Say what the Bible said. What you got to say about the Word of God? Say what God said. Say what God said. they gonna try, let me tell you, everybody's gonna try to make you get say something different than what God said. And i don't, don't you do it. Okay? So you know it? Strike free life. Because I don't need to block my blessings. I ain't getting into it. You know what I'm gonna do? Gonna govern my mouth. Hey, I got a question for you. What do you think your life's gonna start looking like when your life lines up to the blessing? What's it gonna look like? When your money lines up with your mouth. And your mouth lines up to the blessing in the book. What do you think your body's going to do? You start speaking that joke and say, hey, what do you think those kids? I told those kids, I went home, I said, I told, them, I told them, I said, you a man of God. Man of God don't talk like that. I told the little one, I said, you're a woman of God. She said, who, mommy? I said, no, you. They're learning, man. You speak this stuff over these kids. You speak it over them. You take them on there and say, this is what you are. I don't let the world tell them who they are. They're all messed up, these kids. They don't even know whether they're coming or going. They're watching YouTube to figure out who they are. It's crazy. Nah, 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 nah. You're blessed and highly favored. Start talking like that. You go to work tomorrow with them guys? Say, look, man, this company's blessed because I'm here. Woo! The blessing of God. You know what I'm saying? Your future's so bright, you're glowing in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Because the blessing's on you. Now, how do you empower it? You believe it. You believe it. You ain't got to tell nobody. You got, listen, you don't get arrogant, but you get a superiority complex. You understand what I mean? With a superiority complex, you ain't got to treat people right, but you carry it with you. Like, I mean, I'm blessed. Carry it with you. They say, oh, you might. You saw minimum. Well, yeah, yeah, whatever. I might be, don't worry about where I am. I might wind up in the pit, but true or later, I'm getting ready for the palace, baby. It's okay. I might be minimum right now, but I ain't going to, I'm going to maximize minimum real quick because I want not be grateful for what God gave me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to speak the word of God, and I might be minimal right now, but I'm going to maximize this thing, and you watch where I'm at because this job ain't my source. My God is my source. Abraham said, God made me rich. Ain't no man made me rich. God made me rich. God will prosper you. God will do stuff you can't even imagine. You don't even know how he's doing it. He's going to do it, okay? Lift your hands to heaven. Say this out loud. Say, Lord, help me see the blessing. Let me walk in it. Let me have a strife-free life. Let me walk in the blessing. Open my eyes, let me see and let me know, greater than ever before. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, amen. Amen. God bless you. You guys are good. I'll see you Friday night, 7, 9.